Welcome to Talk About Town, a podcast about real estate and some other stuff. And now, your hosts, Mal and Neil. Welcome, everybody, back to episode 20, kind of a milestone Malachi. Cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, Talk About Town, episode 20. Shows how much y'all pay attention. Yeah. Um, we've been rolling here. We got a couple pretty good guests today. Oh, yep. They're awesome. Uh, Republic Bank in the house, Lindsay yeah, Gaddy, Dan McIntyre. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Thanks for being here, guys. Thank My you pleasure. all for being here. Um, we've got, uh, we'll hit the numbers really quick. Okay. Um, you know, it's a little different right now because listing prices from August 19th to September 19th slipped a tiny bit. Really? Yep. Obviously, in our MLS. Um, but your hold on, let me find the sold the sold numbers. Well, I'll give it that price volume dropped a little. There you go. Um, I'll go with the week to week while you're doing that. Yeah, you hit the week to week. I'll cut some of this pause out. Yeah. One point five four to one point five three. In sales volume, so still nothing, not big, um, but just the trend in a different direction is worth noting because it's just been price going up, price going up, price going up. Well, what I've got for the the week to week comparison listings for the exact same week, twenty eighteen was five forty four, this week of this year five fifteen, hmm. so almost thirty, and then uh, solds. Same week, 2018, 309. This week, 2019, 383. Oh. Yeah. 2019. So, yeah. More sold. Yeah. Just shy of 80. So uh, that's a big difference in what we've had for the past, I don't know, three months. Is the shift coming? I don't know. That, but that's a big number, though, for real. That is a big number. Uh, um, that is different than what we've been seeing lately, and it... Yeah, I saw that the other day. Sell your houses, people. Yeah. We need inventory. <laughs> people want your house. Yeah, and we have the big numbers the whole month to month. I just haven't even looked at it yet. We'll get there. Yeah. Life has been a little crazy right now. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll not just of it. We'll not bore everybody with the numbers too much because I want to talk to our guests and they, they know a little bit about the numbers as well because they see this stuff on the daily. That's what I was going to say. Do you see the, Dan? Do you see the influx like that? Uh, I haven't or, really noticed that much. I know, um, I've been it. hearing about the shift for about two or three years now, and that's I keep waiting for that shift to hit. I, I want a crystal ball. We've yeah, been, I wish I had that crystal ball. I'd probably be on Wall Street. <laughs> yeah. Every show we talk about how the shift is supposed to be kept yeah. like, and we've been doing this for You'd be on Wall Street. Street. I'd be in Fiji. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well um, – so that I'm, I'm done with the numbers. Let's roll. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Done with the numbers. All right. Well then let's just jump into the six pack. Cool. So, and real quick, if anybody does have questions about the numbers that they're listening to this, since we kind of glossed over them, drop us a message. Well, I'll be happy to answer anything. Sure. Me too. Yeah. Right here. All right. The oh. six pack of questions. <laughs> and here it is. It's uh 1038 in the morning. So getting good. out the six pack. Yeah. All right. So, uh, if you don't get help, a charter, yeah, you can help someone. <laughs> I learned it from watching you, Dad. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'll start us off here. I mean, we know. Well, um, 
Lindsay will start with you. Cats or cards? Definitely cards. Yeah. Dan? Cards, always. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody that is friends with you on Facebook is aware. So. <laughs> All right. All right. Lindsay, hometown. Louisville, Kentucky. All right. Dan, hometown. Same. All right. We're nice. all local. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Now we'll, we'll go back to Dan. Favorite restaurant? Stout in the Highlands. I've okay. never been there. Never even heard of it. It's a burger place. Oh, okay. Burger and chicken and a lot of great sides. And uh, it's right in the heart of the Highlands uh, across from Bonnie Castle on Bardstown Road. Oh. I know where it's at, but I've Is just, it new? It's next to Luvino. It's been around for three years. Shows when I know I pass that all the time. Yeah. It's kind of hidden, you know, right in between Luvino and I wish I knew the other place that was next to it. It's but a little uh, consignment store kind of place? Yeah, maybe? I think so. Right, And then yeah. that's right across from Cafe 360. Yeah, yeah. And all the uh, vape shops that are right there. <laughs> <laughs> we need to send Jeremy out there. Yep. Check it out. Put Jeremy, yeah. who uh, we have a little surprise about Jeremy. Oh, yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah. All right. Lindsay, what's your favorite restaurant? Okay, well, if anybody knows me, I don't just have one favorite of anything. So um, <laughs> I guess it would have to be Lavino is actually one of my favorites. Um, Simply Thai and Texas Roadhouse. Nice. Simply Thai, is that the one out Glen Mary-ish? Middletown. Well, there's one in Middletown okay. next to Havana Rumba. Okay. Yeah, which is also a great restaurant. Nice. Probably, but I love Simply Thai. I like um, I like Thai, but I like just all kinds of ethnic stuff. Just different. I know, me too. Crazy stuff. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, Dan, favorite vacation spot? Oh, I'm pretty hip with Scottsdale. I like uh, I like out the west. desert. Yeah, I like the desert. I like the hiking out there. The golf courses are great. Oh yeah. Uh, the Red Rocks, uh, really scenic and pretty. We took um, the pink Jeep tour when we were out there. One yeah. Time. That's cool. Yeah. My friend and I, I was out there this past spring break and uh, we sat there at a restaurant overlooking the main strip there in Sedona and man, pink Jeep after pink Jeep. Yeah. I mean, you could just, it was like tark buses downtown. They were everywhere. They just opened one in Gatlinburg like a year or so ago. The same pink jeep tours or whatever whatever it's Perfect. called yeah, yeah they just open one up Sedona's a cool spot it, it is very cool really is. yeah i was there many years ago so Lindsay' favorite vacation well i spot. wish i could have joined in that conversation considering in fact i've never been out west mm-hmm. um no. i've actually never really been anywhere except jamaica and that was 17 years ago um so i don't really have you know a really great um you know list of places that i've been mm-hmm. so jamaica would have jamaica, to be my favorite right. so if anybody <laughs> out there wants to send me on a nice vacation and get me out and experience the world that'd be great i'll start a gofundme today yeah. that would be great yeah. yes i need one of those too I, my, my brothers have lived in la and they're in the movie and music business mm-hmm. and i still have never even been out there but i will say i think next month november 9th my brother's flying me and my son to austin where he now lives nice for the weekend so i actually will get to go i can get you to syria yeah, <laughs> oh, as far away from you, Dan, as possible. I'm okay with that. That'd be great. Great. We'll never see you again. <laughs> My sister lives in Texas, so oh, is that right? Uh huh. I've and heard I'm it's actually, amazing. I'm going to San Antonio next month really? for for a uh, kind of conference thing. Wow, yeah. I've heard Austin's real cool. Yeah, my I, brother. Said I have been to Austin. Way better than L.A. was. It was super cool. Better. 
And I was looking at um, ranks of cities recently, like population size. Austin's a lot bigger than I thought it was because it was really? way up there. They yeah, have a big food yeah. scene down there. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's true. I ran my only marathon in San Antonio, and I stayed with a friend who lives in Austin. And I would say that Austin mimics Louisville in size. I've heard that. But it's very clean, very pretty. Uh, the food is very good there. Weather. Very and, nice. And a big music scene. Yep. Yes. And yeah, they, music was everywhere when yeah. I was there. And they, this has they been do, 10 years. They do the South by Southwest. Um, it's like a up-and-comer and kind of established music fest, like, everywhere. Like, you just go bar to bar to bar, and you see big-time people and people coming up. It's cool. They've also got – there's this, uh, a weird little thing about it. They've got this bridge down there where these bats gather every night, and it's like millions Ooh. of bats – that gather on this bridge, and they have no idea why these bats gather there. Interesting. Let's go check that out on there. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's cool. I did see that, actually, and it's it's impressive. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. okay. Let's all what go to you? Austin. <laughs> um, let's see. When you have free time, what do you do when you're not working? Dan, go. I'm a huge golfer. I play as much golf as I can. I do running, too. My daughter runs, so... I try and do that when I can, and I attend her meets and things like that. She run cross country or track or both? Both. Both. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Well, let's see. My son, he's almost 16. He is a sophomore in high school, and he is a baseball player. So since he was four, that has been our life, uh, whether it's travel ball, you know, and every weekend. But now um, with high school, you just do it during the school season. Yep. So in the off season, go to the lake, or um, I do – Work a second job for fun when I don't have my mm-hmm. son because I'm a single mom and uh, bartender for the beach, which is a volleyball bar in Jingtown. So nice. Yep, it's fun. Nice. Cool. And then last, last, Lindsay, what did you want to be when you grow up? When you were a child. Well, okay, so I wanted to be a veterinarian mm-hmm. for years and years, and then when I realized you had to have really good grades to be one, <laughs> um, like a 4.2 GPA, <laughs> right. which I didn't even know existed, um, well, yeah, I didn't have anywhere close to that. So then criminal psychology was my major, Ooh. because I really wanted to get into the minds of serial killers, um, and I use that in banking quite often, actually. <laughs> Some of the things that I like. Profiling. Uh, well, and, yeah. I, you know, when people lie, you know, what actually, yep. you know, their faces might be. But um, so I, I really, you know, once the vet thing, I kind of really broke my heart. Um, but criminal psychology was very interesting, you know. So I didn't go into that field, yep. but it was still, you know, interesting to learn. So that's what I wanted to do. My daughter wants to be a vet. Really? <clears throat> the thing, you know, she loves animals. And the thing I think about, sometimes you got to put Fluffy down. <clears throat> you do, but honestly, at the end of the day, you have to remember you're doing what's best for that animal. Right. And you would rather them not suffer. True. Um, the one thing, though, my vet told me, she said, Lindsay, because I was not complaining, but we were talking about how I wanted to be a vet and I wasn't able. And then I was talking how busy my life was, you know, running around and, and loving every minute of it. But just, you know, having the kids thing. And she said, I never had a chance to have kids that she's mm-hmm. never even gotten married because her life was her work. Dang. So I think, you know, you, but you also, put, you know, get what you put into it. So she probably wanted to work a lot, you know, and build her practice right. where a lot of vets have families and, you know, can um, have that free time, but you know, it's a trade off, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you want to be Dan? 
Uh, Lindsay being a serial killer is... Uh, <laughs> that is not comes, what I said. Comes full I was actually going to try to find out why people like you are serial killers, but... Uh, I think I wanted to be a fireman from what I remember. We did a uh, field trip when I was in uh, pre-K to a firehouse, and I thought it was super cool. That's scary. Slide down the pole and try on all the gear that's six times too big. And mm. uh, it was just neat uh, visiting a firehouse. So I think that's what it was. You just like the pole part. Uh, <laughs> that's why I got a I party bus. I was just going to say that. Reliving your childhood fantasy. <laughs> yeah, make sure you plug that while you're on here. Yeah, Actually, I've got a uh, gig coming up with these ladies a week from Saturday. And they insisted that they wanted one with a pole. I'm like, oh boy, this is going to be fun. Yeah. You're thought, screening calls. Like, you know, kind of what you're getting yourself into. Right. I thought you were joking. No, <laughs> you really do have a party bus. I yeah. do. Uh, it was bought for tailgating purposes. And uh, tailgating was more of a hassle with getting everybody together on time and getting to the tailgate spot on time. So then it just became a side hustle. So nice. But yeah. aren't you one of only two in the city of Louisville? How many party buses are there? Oh, like there's small. tons. Well, right, but smaller. I don't oh, know. I thought I you know. had said. I don't know. Well, what's it called? Where do we go? I mean, DJ yeah. Mac Enterprises. You can find me on Facebook. There you go. Okay. Yeah. He's one of the cheaper ones. Nice. And the like but, one of the but most I'm fun sure you drivers don't as well. Service. Right. <laughs> nice. Sounds fun. You ever done the Thirsty Peddler? No, but that looks uh, exhausting. <laughs> we we did that. Uh, I mean, really, who wants to get tired and sweaty? Why? I see well, friends on Facebook. Dude. I had a friend that uh, bid on it at an auction and won, and we got you know eighteen, twenty people, something like that. People it, love it. It was in people the summer, love it. beautiful day, and it's a little ridiculous, but it's a it's a good time. I bet if I did yeah. it, I would probably really enjoy it. Yeah. People look like they're having a blast. one person steers it, right? I guess and everybody. The, well, the guy, the like, you know, the driver, yeah. You know, um, steers and then it does have a little bit of power without oh, pedaling, okay. but it does need some pedaling as yeah. well. Mm. Yeah, they've got. Um, we were just, I was just down in Myrtle's Inlet, South Carolina, and they have boat versions of that, and people were getting on. It like a blast. I don't know about it. I don't like to work while I drink. I can just sit back and. <laughs> well, chill you and can you can not pedal. Also. Stick your feet up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, leave that to everybody else. Let them do all the work. Chumps. <laughs> I know. <laughs> all, right. all right, there's the six pack. Yeah. So scratch that off the list. So let's jump into me what, and our guests. Yeah. What what you all do? Who you're with? What you do day to day? So I've been in mortgage lending for 23 years, and I've been at Republic for three years. Um, the thing I love the most about Republic is that everything we do is local, from the processing, the underwriting, the closing, and servicing the loan after closing. So that total mix of local bodies uh, makes up a great organization for me, and somebody that you can have face-to-face -face conversations with on a daily basis, not somebody in San Jose or Boise or Chicago or somewhere else. So that's the biggest draw for me to Republic, along with the products that we offer that are really good. That's got to help get things done. Yeah. I mean, if if there's ever a hiccup. I for guess. sure. Yeah. yeah. Either go in the other room or pick up the phone and call somebody that's in another branch or something. Right. Versus some random person in California. Well, my, the, first, the first deal I ever did um was a, the person was a, quicken loans was their bank 
and there was a little something that had to happen before we could close and getting somebody on the phone is crazy and then when you do they don't care right you know you're just some you're a person a number somewhere yeah. it's exactly. a file it's a file it's a piece of paper yep. there's no connection to yeah. the city right. to the person you know things like that and, so and i will say they didn't do a bad job like quicken loans got everything done yeah. but the the personal and local connection is something that is hard to they're based use. here right they're based in Louisville. who's republic? that republic Oh yes, yes. not quick. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, "Come on now, no, Republic, <laughs> Republic." <laughs> no. Oh yes, of course. Yeah, we started here, and of course, we've branched out to other states now: oh, uh, Florida, nice. Tennessee, Ohio, and Indiana. And actually, we have quite a few in the Tampa area and three in Nashville. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I thought you were just a Louisville thing. No, I mean the majority of our branches are in Louisville, and of course, mm-hmm. we started here, but um, you know, our market has definitely, our footprint has definitely spread, which is mm-hmm. good. That is good. Yeah. And doesn't the C isn't the CEO of Republic? Don't he win the ham every year? That Who was okay. Bernard Traeger, our founder. Yeah. Um. Yes. So yeah. there was Used the, the thing, right, and uh, he unfortunately passed away, um, roughly six years ago, six seven years ago. Um, and we did the ham. You know, here and there. Tell us I what think. the ham is. So, so it's an auction at the uh, state fair every gotcha. year. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it goes for big yeah. dollars, and the money goes to a charity yeah, of some, some sort. sort of charity. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but yeah, it always goes for like, I feel like every single year it breaks the record from the year before. Like yeah. 1.2, 1.3, like, like million. million. Yeah. 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 That's a, that's a good. Yeah, it's a big, yeah, it's a big, it's a good looking ham. It's a big, I it's a good looking piece of meat. Yeah. It's delicious. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought that's, I thought that's who won it every year. Yeah. I can't remember. You are but, correct. We just right. haven't done that in a while. All right. What do you. You got your intro knocked out. I mean, we'll yeah. come back, but I was just gonna let her say what she yeah, does. Yeah, what do you quick. do for Republic yeah. Lindsay? Commercial. Um, well, I am uh, assistant vice president of commercial lending and business development. I have been with Republic Bank for 15 years. Just celebrated that in August. Nice. Thank Damn. you. Uh, been in banking though 20 uh, years, so I have a little bit of experience. Um, I am located at the Jefferson Town branch, and I've been at that branch actually 11 years. And I think we decided that I'm the longest living. You know, in my in my position, I've been at the branch the longest of anyone else okay. in the entire bank. Most people who get promoted throughout mm-hmm. the years have to move, you know, oh. branches. Um, I've been lucky enough to stay, and I'm very heavily involved in the city of J-Town. I was going to say, you're, you're kind boards. of Miss J-Town, right? Longest <laughs> living? Like, you're the oldest <laughs> That's what they say. Republic. That's what they say. I didn't come up with that, Dan. <laughs> but anyway, I think you're a lot older than me. Aren't you, like, 60 now? Yeah. I think you just celebrated that. Um, so anyway... <laughs> no, <laughs> um, no, but anyway, yeah. So I, I'm on the Jaytown Chamber Board. Um, mm-hmm. I was on the Civil Service Board for the Police Department for six years. Um, I'm currently not, but I was for six years. Um, and then also, you know, like I said, I just do a lot within the city and um, just love the city. And I think that's why, you know, I've done so well at that branch is just, you know, developing all those relationships. Like he said, over all the years, you know, people actually have someone come in and talk to face to face. And I think that is very important, you know, where I think that's why they stay, you know, other banks might offer the same product or maybe a little better, you know, rate, but they come back because of the relationship. I think relationship, you cannot, you cannot overstate how important it is in this whole industry. Yeah. Yeah. Working with people that actually give a crap. You can talk to them. 
You can go to them at odd hours of the day. Mm-hmm. Yes. Know. Oh, yeah. I'm answering phone calls and text messages at 10, 11 at night. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, um, I don't know, that's important. You know, like uh, as an agent, I'll take a buyer out when they get off work and maybe they see something. Well, we better call our lender and it's seven o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. But I do know from experience, <clears throat> Dan is there to answer the phone at seven o'clock at night because he'll because Dan is always on his phone, yeah, which is a good thing, right? That's right. It's uh, it makes you like a cyborg now. Yeah. You ever see the Elon Musk interview with Joe Rogan? Uh, no, I didn't watch the whole thing. I just watched that one part. The one. Part. <laughs> well, the part that was important was basically about how we're we're already cyborgs. It's just not in our mind. Okay. Anyway, I yeah, but I digress. I'll, I'll take his word for it. Yeah. <laughs> and AI and the coming of all the all that stuff. But the, aside from that, it it, it just got me thinking. He's also that. invented a car that sounds makes fart sounds now. Did you see that? I did not. I did hear about that. <laughs> I did hear Tesla's about that. My have, son loved that. Yeah, it's gonna have two different like, tones that. for fart yeah. sounds. So yeah, oh, just, for like the horn. No, I think like oh, it's just sound. Like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's gonna nice. make fart sounds. So just think about that. Yeah. So, um, anyways, let's talk about product. Sure. What all? Well, I, I I've talked to you before about the at home or in your town or what, the one where you get like a little hookup if if there's a branch in your Republic Bank in your yeah. county. So and then you've got all kinds of cool stuff that you and Neil worked with before too. Yeah. So, so we've got the neighborhood housing program loan that's uh, up to 100 percent financing. Uh, we offer actually um, we've got 12 in-house products. Uh, eight of which are 100% financing. Damn. Doctor loans, wow. uh, resident loans, first-time buyer-type loans, um, 100% purchase loan. Um, Can you give me like a flyer? Many, yeah, we have those. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need copies of yeah, those. We, yeah, and um, and then we've got uh, our we've got several of those that are kind of niche products. The biggest one that we have is uh, our contingency relief loan. Uh, it allows someone to go ahead and buy that home that they're desiring before theirs is sold. Um, they can borrow up to 90% of the value of their current home. And with that 90%, they can do a multitude of things. They, We pay off any existing liens, but then the remaining balance can be used for down payment. It can be used to pay off other debt. It can be used to do anything. So that's the great, there's a lot of flexibility with it. Um, of course, you still have to qualify for two payments because you're going to have the first on the 90%, then the new home. But it's a, it's just a really great product. A couple examples of that. I've got a teacher uh, who uh, was interested in a very hot property, uh, knew that she her home wasn't on the market yet, so she needed to uh, get the equity that was in her home. So we did the contingency relief loan for her, pulled out the equity, and she's closing on her new purchase before her house has hit the market. Damn, that's awesome. So, do you need to do like an appraisal or a yeah. CMA or? Yeah, we'll do know. an appraisal uh, oh, okay. on their uh, existing home and go up to ninety percent of that appraised value, um, and then give them that money to put down on the new home. Are the when's that first payment due or the new payment? It, you always skip a month. Okay, so, so it gives them a little bit. Of time. Yeah, it gives you a little time. Uh, people like that time to get their house ready for market. Right. Uh, things like that. Um, I've used it for retirees that uh, needed to move into a patio home. Their house, same deal. It wasn't on the market yet. They may, you know, 
if they've been in their house for 20, 30, 40 years, they've got a lot of clutter, they've got a lot of stuff they need to do. So it allows them that time they need to get their house ready and go buy that property that maybe they wouldn't get if they couldn't act right away. Was is that has that product always been around or is it just um from the current environment from the real estate market that somebody just created? We, <laughs> we've had a version of this uh for a while. But now, now people are using it. We actually <laughs> trademarked the name contingency relief loan. Okay. So it's Republic Bank's trademark oh, deal. Cool. So no one can use contingency relief loan. It's a trademark. Like I said, in this market, that leverage, like I said, somebody might just go look at something and then when you leave sometimes they've got two offers. And, yeah. and, and one side unseen. Or more yeah. <laughs> or more. But uh that's gotta help if you haven't gotten that far down the road. Like if you see it, like it, love it, whatever. And then you know that your house will sell for whatever, you know, X amount of dollars. Uh, it's gotta help having that in your pocket. Yeah, I've had clients that have actually come in and pre qualified for this loan Before they even in the anticipation that they may need it nice. in order to move forward. So that's crazy. It's an awesome product. As yeah. I said, I know you all are pointing again. <laughs> Dan and Neil yeah, well, have worked together on it a little bit. We, we've, um, <laughs> we've started to try to work together on it. It didn't work for a couple of people that I was working with, but knowing that that's available is important because, yeah. you know, if you're, if you're looking, you know, under about 200,000, even still, you're probably going to be involved in multiple offers and a contingency is just not going to fly. Yeah. It's just not a thing. Yeah. That helps relieve it too. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, a little fire just kind of shows breakdown of, you know, credit scores, yeah. all that good stuff, what it takes to get there. I'd like to have one. Of Absolutely. So you've got several. Throw all together. Yep. So, um, and can't you all, I, I know I've dealt with Republic before, but closing like, 21 days or something I've heard. Like Absolutely. Before. You know, a lot of it is uh, dictated by the client. Oh. If they're very responsive and they get us documentation oh, when we need it, <laughs> right. they can close super fast. Uh, also, you know, if, if they're a very strong borrower, there's uh, appraisal waivers now where that saves a lot of time. If they're putting down a significant amount of money, they've got strong credit, right. they've got good assets. Uh, a lot of times we have a what's called a PIW property inspection waiver, so appraisal is not required, so that saves even more time. Wow. Yeah, and huge. saves money. Right, yeah. saves them five hundred dollars on an appraisal, and we move on. Let me ask you one more, then what? We'll get to her real quick. But what um, do y'all do a lot of refis? Absolutely. Or, okay. Yeah. Same process, pretty quick. Yeah. Or? Yep. Again, okay. dictated by the client yeah, and yeah, their yeah. expedience and how fast they want to go. That kind of controls all of us, right? Anyway, so yeah, from the beginning to being able to close quickly is is important. And com- communication, speed, all that stuff is what people are interested in. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Lindsay. So you deal with commercial. Say somebody wants to buy like a duplex, something like that. <laughs> um, what what qualifies as commercial i guess do you have somebody just comes in walks in your front door and says uh, i'm looking to buy a rental property there uh and they want to just should they go talk to dan or talk to you because we kind of talked before when we first sat down well that's kind of what looking I met, at both sides yeah that's the reason kind of when i met you guys um when dan invited me to come and have lunch with you all is because we really are as much as we joke around um a good team mm-hmm. because we actually share a lot of the same clients we are not going to put a client in a product just because we want the deal. We want what's best for the client, truthfully. Um, and so we will actually run numbers on both sides just to see which one is better for the client. And then, you know, 
go from there. Yeah, um, you know, if awesome. I feel like the, they're more about the cash flow of the property or, you know, they need, you know, um, the payment to be somewhere, you know, that I can't get to because, you know, my, my amortization doesn't go as far out as 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, then of course I'm going to say, Hey, Dan, would you please talk to this client? I think they, you know, would definitely benefit from working with you because he obviously can do investment properties as well. Now there's certain things that I do. Um, and a lot of people don't realize is Republic Bank, obviously, in my opinion, is a leader in mortgage lending and commercial real estate purchases mm-hmm. and refinances. But we also do CNI lending. We do le- equipment leasing. Um, we do a lot of other things, you know, that obviously offer a lot of products for business owners as well as um, wonderful business accounts, you know, for, for them, uh, whether it be for an investor as an LLC or an actual business owner. But, you know, we do a lot more than just, you know, the typical commercial real estate purchase and refinances. Hmm. Well, she has our, our business account, so I can, yes. I can vouch. Yes. Right. Well, I'm, I'm doing something with uh, Dan right now too. Nice. So Okay. Yeah. That's why they're here. Yes. Love it. Love it. <laughs> this, is, this is real <laughs> yeah. action in the trenches right, right. now. This is not theory. Well, and right. you all can actually sit there and say what, you know, great service you got from both of us. Right. right. So, I right. mean, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Yeah. <laughs> Because of her, we got to bump into Luke, which we're still... That, that's yeah, right. That's right. <laughs> and go hear about, uh, at the Satterfield thing, deciding if uh, who was going to be the quarterback. I don't but, know if you want to talk about that yet or not. We can, but because a lot of stuff he said in his little speech is kind of coming to fruition. It really is. Uh, uh, but Puma's out for the year. I would say he's gone. Probably. What do you think? Dan, that would gone. be that would be well, my guess. end of the season. No, no, surgery. I mean, I mean, I would say he gets his toe fixed and he's applies for a uh, transfer. Probably, really, yep. I'd well, say he's he's not been playing, right? No, and they've in got the beginning, uh, but well, not yeah, right, lately, right. Yeah, not well, lately. he's never really he's always been like in and out, even mm-hmm. last year yeah. or whatever. Right. But uh, who's the kid? Somebody I was reading last night on Facebook. Everybody was right. talking about. There's already another quarterback that they've already brought in oh. that signed too. So like, oh, he's so you got Cunningham, you got Conley, and then another guy. Yeah, somebody. Everybody was talking about this kid last night. Like, uh, well, I should just look it up here. And I'm like, <laughs> but um, and that's what they said. It was like he's the writing's on the wall because he's not going to sit out another year, red shirt, all right, that. Right, when right. he can go play somewhere. So I would say he is enters. this kid a freshman that you're talking about, or I don't know. I'll find out here in a second. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I don't think Puma really fits our system. Uh, Satterfield system, he just I don't, he doesn't he's not as mobile of a quarterback as his system calls for. I didn't know Conley was until wow, this dude's right. dude. I mean, that guy is fire. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Of course, he was recruited into his system at Appalachian State, so right. he knew he knew how to run the ball and throw the ball. But man, he is. Oh, been, he brought him with him. I did yes, not know right. that. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. Where do you want to play, App State or Louisville in the ACC? I think I'd right. rather go. And I bet he wasn't planning on playing this year, though, or definitely not playing the minutes that he is. Was yeah. he a freshman? Is he a freshman? Yeah, yeah. he's a true freshman. Wow. Yeah. So uh, he's he's killing it. And then you still don't know, like even going in, we can jump into the the weight game. It was a flat out shoot. I went to bed with like four minutes to go, thinking it was over, <laughs> and I woke up like five more touchdowns have been scored right. in the last couple that minutes. Yeah, it was like forty something to fifty something when I went to bed. I was like, oh, it's over. And I woke up, like, it was like 55 to 60. I was like, what the hell happened in the last couple of minutes? And then I <laughs> yeah. watched it. Conley 
Did you hear what he said? Uh, he said he should have dropped to his knee, like right there at the which would have ended the game because they were out of timeouts. But he scored and they went and scored again. <laughs> like he left them just enough time. <laughs> so he didn't do like the Packer running back. Yeah, yeah. Well, they said that he said uh, he's a, it's a you know it's all he's all learning or whatever. That's what he said. He said next time he'll know they have no timeouts yeah. and all that. Right. He just saw the. A wide open the middle there, of the field was wide open. There was one a few uh, <laughs> Super Bowl a few years ago where um, there I think it, it was uh, one of the Giants Patriots one and uh, the running back needs to just take a knee at the goal line and ends up scoring and making it interesting again. Well, they same kind of deal. When I used to be in fantasy football, which I don't. Do you do fantasy? No, football? I don't. Do you do fantasy yeah, football? my son yeah. does. Okay, well, I he, do. I used to. Yeah, yeah. That's why I asked. He used to, but um. I can't think of the running back's name, but the game was over, and to clinch it, he broke he broke through and stopped at the one yard line, and just fell down. Yeah. And they said how much money in Vegas switched hands with him playing smart in the Absolutely. game. Absolutely. But his fantasy points he didn't get for scoring that touchdown. Yep. The 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 spread wasn't covered, like millions of dollars by him dropping to the. Like, that that's stuff's crazy. That's what <laughs> happened this past Monday, because the Packers were down by two, and he could have the Lions were going to let him score. Because they wanted the time to come yep. back, and he sat down Smart. at the one yard line, and then they kicked the field goal. They mm. won by one instead of five. The spread was three and a half. Oh. Yeah, there was millions of dollars plus the fantasy points for the running back. It's like that buzzer beaters when kids throw up a three pointer from half court, bang! Everyone's like, "Oh, who cares?" Yeah. Like a lot of people You're care right. about that <laughs> shot you just made from half court. Um, I didn't see it either. That there was some uh, controversy in that Lions Packers game. I didn't either, but I saw there were a couple phantom. Uh, penalties there which yeah i heard about uh, that yeah i don't like that yeah i saw a neat meme with a referee that had Lambo a cheese, head, <laughs> had a cheese head on making a call <laughs> i saw one when he's doing the lambo leap and everybody said he gets oh you know, yeah he, yeah, he, he yeah, gets yeah. his lambo leap for helping him win the game the so, ref yeah, yeah 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 the ref i didn't see it but uh i saw everybody on facebook losing yeah. their minds. i guess they kind of dictated the end is what i took yeah away that, from i don't like that uh you mentioned the spread yeah um so Louisville has Clemson what is coming it? up. What's it's, uh, yesterday, I don't know if it's changed. It was twenty eight, and uh, the over is a hundred ten. No, oh no, 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 sixty one. Sixty one. I saw one yesterday. It was a hundred ten. Uh, I think that was fictitious. That no, should be it though. Was a, it was a real, a real sight. If thing. Wake and Louisville scored sixty one, hammer the over on that. I would think, but you know. Because 110, I thought, well, that that's kind of interesting, actually. <laughs> if it's 77 to pretty good. 35, you know. Well, they said that Satterfield in the weight game was telling them to try to run the ball a little more to keep the defense off the field because mm-hmm. they were gassed. Like, they just yep. – they'd go sit down for a minute or two and then get back up and go right back out there, and then they'd score and go <laughs> back and forth. I just want to say that this is my favorite part of the podcast because Lindsay hadn't said anything for like <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> because you know I don't talk football. Oh, right. come on. Well, we'll get away from just a no, second. not so, at all, no. The noon kickoff sucks. I hate noon kickoffs. Oh, the worst. For the play, well, for, for everybody, I guess. I mean, <laughs> the fans, like, I like a good 7 o'clock. I think it's perfect for me. So you have to start tailgating at like 8.30. Yeah, for the exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, 28, if, if we can keep – we'll see. We'll see. This team, I don't know. They get beat by Florida State. Florida State goes and gets beat by 50 or 60 right. from Clemson. But then we go beat number 19, Wake Forest, at Wake Forest. So who the hell knows? I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of – We don't know who's going to start, I guess. No, and it's a lot what Satterfield said. You know, we got we're going to take some bumps and bruises. We got some players, but we're not deep. It's going to be – his first year. Yeah. I mean, seriously, he's doing pretty well. He gets props. So, yes. who's our third string quarterback now? 
That's a good question. Well, I don't know. Two two eight might be you. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> maybe a wide Dan. receiver two, that played quarterback yeah. in, in uh, high school. That's what Kentucky's doing. It Not works. Right. <laughs> right. Just whoever you're good here, take the ball. Go 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 win us some <laughs> games. Something. Yeah, here yeah. go. Uh, yeah, I'd be I'd be down for two two. That's what they all keep talking about. Did you watch that little video the other day of all the wide receivers that we suppose we have now? What was loaded with wide receivers? I'm like, really? Since when? I mean, which we do. I'm a huge Des Fitzpatrick. Fan. Oh yeah, he's uh, he's going to be when it's all said and done a monster, which he's starting to pull away now. But um, and Tutu Atwell's fast, but we, we can sorry we'll, we'll get no, uh, we'll talk about uh, we'll go from I just don't understand yeah, we'll, it. That's all. We'll go from Lindsay being silent because she doesn't talk yeah, football to to Lindsay being angry that why <laughs> because uh, I saw on my Facebook page this week that Malachi. Killed a deer. I did. I smoked her at 58 yards. <laughs> oh my God. It's called a pinwheel. I pinwheeled her at 58 yards. Circle of life. Uh, that means you hit right where you were you were aiming. Ah. But for 58 yards, 60 yard shot for archery, that's a shot. That and is pretty far. You usually, usually like to keep it at like 30. Yeah, know? that's really good. Uh, but I was running out of time. So, um, like I said, I. Uh, I had to do what I had to do. I kept ranging her, and she wasn't coming any closer. So I was like, I'll, I'll shoot out that far. But, uh, oh, where I was aiming, I missed by about maybe an inch, half inch. So from half a football field, that's uh, pretty good. Okay. But, um, no, she – that deer, I've been after that. Most people have hitless bucks. You don't, you don't really know that. But, you know, they, they get camera pictures of right. them, these big monster bucks. They're like, that's my number one buck. That's my number two buck. That's my number three buck. She was, uh, she was our number one doe I've been after for three years. They have 15 acres out there. That's where I hunt right out there. She runs every single deer that comes onto the property off. Runs mm-hmm. them out of there. Every single deer that comes on. They, they said the other day two deer were laying beside the garden. All of a sudden, they jumped up. She came running from like 300 yards away, ran until they jumped off, jumped across the fence, and was gone. She keeps every deer out of there, and it sucks. We got video of her like jumping up, pawing her fawns, like just. But uh, so she deserved it. She, she had it coming. I've been, <laughs> and I've she, been. You all get out of here. I'm I've been, taking this next arrow. I've been trying. Uh, <laughs> I've been trying to get after her for three years. So, um, but you know, in all fairness, I eat just about everything on them, but the hooves, so uh, tenderloins, back straps, all that good stuff. Deer jerky. Fur. Yeah, no, fur, no, oh, fur, no. fur don't get it either. We but, can make uh, a like a suit out of it though. Landon wants to make a big. Uh, if you ever seen the pictures, they throw those rugs over the back of the couches and stuff oh, in the yeah. west, uh, the western themed lodge yeah. hunting lodges and yeah. out west. He wants to get one tanned and have a cool deer. Uh, I guess it's a rug blanket. I don't know what the hell you call it. A throw. A throw. A throw. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> With sure. Some fancy pillows. Yeah, he wants he wants to do that, but I don't know if I ever that's too much work for me. But uh yeah, so if anybody wants to see people hate on it, but then they all want the deer jerky. So uh, um, I don't eat it. It's yeah. disgusting. Oh. It tastes horrible. It's far from disgusting. Absolutely it's awful. It's delicious. You're not a vegetarian though. No. Okay, well, that's good. So no. she's okay with cows being slaughtered. Yeah. No, no, you're not understanding how this works. I understand the circle of life, but you know, unfortunately, those poor cows and pigs are raised in an environment that they only know for slaughter, right? Which I hate saying, but these deer are out running wild, and this mother and these babies are running, and all of a sudden, bam, the mother's gone, and like these babies have nobody to take care of them, and they're all alone, and it makes me sad. Are they okay. still overpopulated, Malika? Big time. Greatly. That is, it's that a zone is one why. county. Yeah. Unlimited dough harvest, if you want. Oh, and isn't there a disease or something they spread? A couple of them. See, I mean, I'm, I'm learning a little bit more about yeah. why it, it, you know we need 
to do it, I guess, but it's still sad. Watch the Joe Rogan podcast with uh, Russell Brand. I, I did, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, I listened to it. Yeah, yeah. Li- listen to it, whatever. Yeah, and he breaks it down, and Russell Brand yeah. said, like, my mom, you know, oh, what? Yeah. well, now he changes his yeah. whole, his uh, whole tune. Know, I, I was thinking about getting into cow hunting. Oh, yeah. Because it just seems super easy. Cow tipping? No, hunting. <laughs> you know, you just, oh, there it is. It just seems super easy. Because <laughs> they just sit They still. just stand there. <laughs> On a farm that I hunt down in Brandenburg, the, the agreement that we have is if I accidentally shoot a cow, you pay market price whatever the day is that day. So you just bought a 2,000-pound animal for whatever the... How much is a cow? A lot. Yeah, yeah. You pay market rate that day. Oh, there you go. It's yours. So you don't ever want to mess it. And you're talking about a 150-pound deer and a 2,000-pound animal. But I don't think I could ever make that miss... Uh, identification and if you do you better break out your checkbook that's i mean i'm fine with that like if i shoot a cow on accident i'll pay you five grand or whatever the hell it is at the end that's i don't know i'm just throwing a number out there i mean it's a big animal so but think about it then you'll have brisket and fillets and roast right right (laughs) well here before we get out of here you want to talk about that joe lay auction yeah so big um Big antique store down in Nulu. Yeah, they said it has two building. acres of yeah. space, and it is going. It's going to be an online auction, yep. I believe. And they're going to break it up. They yeah. said into categories. But the stuff in, inside of there, there's so much. They showed some videos of it today yeah. on the news. Uh, it's gigantic too. It I wonder if people are even going to care about antiques in like 20 or 30 years. It seems like everybody's going so modern with everything in their home and whatnot, decor. Modern uh, rustic though, and the antique is the rustic that's what's part in right now. Yeah, yeah is that um, hello doing games? Oh, I mean, <laughs> seriously. You know, you know what? I I heard somebody talking about. I don't know if I mentioned this before. The reason that people are into this rustic and antique thing blended with the modern is because so much of our lives have become digital that people like this like texture and and heavy feel to things right now and i don't know if there's any merit to that but it makes sense anyway it does i mean that's why that's what a lot of my like my home is i've Mm -hmm. got a lot of the modern but i've got the rustic wood and a little mason jar that i've got like plants in so it's got that rustic look as well i love that look i think it's you got the modern which to me is a very can be very clean and and, and nice but it's also very cold Mm -hmm. and not as cozy so you kind of throw in that you know and it, it it Our works. kitchen table out there is reclaimed barn wood that I, I See, made. Yeah, I love. I mean, I didn't make the wood. I made the table, mm-hmm. and uh, but you the, got a very modern kitchen. Yeah. So I mean, but it works. It looks really good. There's a store in Portland. Um, the guy harvests barns and stuff, and then makes the wood. Oh, really? Available for sale, but he, you know, he f- takes the nails out and fixes it up. And so how will this auction work? Is it online? It's online. Oh. You go to Wardlow Auk A U C dot com to check it out and I, i'm definitely going to be checking out to see what kind of things are are in there because it looks really cool so they're going to do individual items as well as the entire i think they're going to break it up into categories and just little by little chunk it off so that's what i was reading and i think it, it's a the guy unfortunately it's a health thing yeah because the business has been well, booming yeah yep. yeah his health he just can't take care of it anymore yeah. i think which that i mean that's no good that's a big plate that's a lot to take care of yeah it is it's very sad have you guys ever been involved in any uh, real estate auctions on uh, the um, residential side? Yes. And how does that typically work? Uh, you you have to register and and pay a little money up front, and then you you just bid 
And the problem, I believe, I think the couple I've been in, we actually didn't go because people were were pushing the price up to just ridiculous amounts because it's this, you know, crazy seller's market where there's no inventory. And, it, you know, they're pushing it up further than the value. And a lot of them you have to pay cash on to. Uh, some of them will allow financing, but not all. Okay. Yeah. And if you're paying cash, then get what you want, I guess. But if you're financing something, then you're not going to be buying something for way over the Another reason, though, to value. get a, you know, have one of those loans out there available or have something, you know, yep. like, you know, accessible uh, cash where you can purchase something if you find something. Yep. Better option. Yeah. I found that quarterback. Oh, okay. <laughs> Four star for class of twenty twenty quarterback Chuba, yes yeah. Chuba Purdy, Chubba. yeah Chuba Purdy. He's from California, right? Arizona, Arizona. Gilbert. Okay, full circle. So yeah, let's, yeah we're, we're wrapping it up here. So let's yeah. get, get to everything. I think he had a game where he had like ten TDs. It was one of those <laughs> stupid games. It was like eighty yeah. to eighty overtimes and everything. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what everybody said. Him coming here, they said he's a dual threat quarterback, six two, hundred ninety six pounds. Oh wow. So they said that was kind of the nail in the coffin. Like a freshman? You no, know, he'll be a freshman next year. He's class in twenty twenty. And you imagine he'll he'll start twenty twenty season day one. What about Conley? Yeah, I, I don't, don't know how he's gonna start over. <laughs> or Mal- or uh, not Malik anymore. Yeah. What is it? Massic. Oh, or something. Manuel. Or I can't. Is, I can't think it of it. Is something. Yeah. Cunningham. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Cunningham. Yeah, so, <laughs> like uh, happy days. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, he. So they said with him signing here, they said that pretty much. And what sucks, like I said, we're we're wrapping up. Um, I watched uh, Puma when he committed to Louisville. Like he had it was like Alabama, Auburn, and Louisville hats. And I was like, how are we even in a conversation? And then we grabbed he reached over and grabbed the Louisville hat. I was like, when are we gonna start getting kids over schools like that? And then it just didn't work out. I think his brother being here is what helped get him here. I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Anyways, we'll see how it goes, but I wouldn't think he's going to set another year. So Yeah. All right, well, thank you to Lindsay and Dan yep. for coming thank in you. today. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. We're, um, we we got to get some Cats fans in here. What? We're, yeah, we're like... You have we've cats been very, right Yeah. Right. <laughs> we had like 30 guests and we had like 29 Cards fans. So we got to get well, some... We had a little run of Cats fans there for a little bit. One or two. But we'll... we'll uh, <laughs> We'll bite the bullet and take a Cats fan next, maybe. Maybe. we got to find one we'll first. See. Yeah. If you do that, I would suggest it outdoors. You don't want them in your house. Yeah, that's right. true. <laughs> On yeah. location. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, this is Mal and Neil, episode 20. Thanks for listening. Give Thanks us for some listening. Uh, reviews and rate us. Reviews, and please. Reviews. We'll talk to you all next time. Thanks. 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 Oh, go Cards. Thanks for listening to Talk About Town. Don't forget to like and follow us on social media. Our music was composed by Andrew Codeman. Make sure to join us next time. Malachi Hadley and Neil Cox are realtors with Smith & Wilson Realty.